Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove. Today, I'd like to share with you some reflections about my old friend Jacques Vallée and the birth of the World Wide Web. You know, Jacques, uh, many of you know, is the figure after whom the French scientists in the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind steal Steven Spielberg's blockbuster movie. Uh, well, that character, the French scientist, it was based on Jacques Vallée. He is a uh, mythical figure virtually in the field of ufology, the study of UFOs, and has published many books in that area and is really regarded as a foremost thinker in that area. I did my first interview with Jacques back in 1973. So, I've known him and followed his work for nearly half a century. And uh, what, what most people don't know about Jacques Vallée, people who are aware of his work in the UFO field, are not necessarily aware of the fact that he's a computer scientist, an astrophysicist, and has also been engaged in parapsychology research for a long time. And in fact, not only a computer scientist, he was part of the team that developed the ARPANET, which really was the basis of what we call the internet today. He did <laughs> some of the original software development on the ARPANET. And uh, he remembers that time well. In fact, I just finished listening to Jacques deliver a keynote address to the Parapsychological Association's annual conference. It's interesting because <laughs> when I when I first published my book, The Roots of Consciousness, in 1975, I emphasized the relationship between UFOs and parapsychology uh, because I, th I thought it was pretty well obvious. And here in the West Coast amongst parapsychologists who were familiar with Jacques, that, that's true. But on the East Coast, the parapsychology community, uh, to some degree, took umbrage in the idea that parapsychology should in any way be associated with UFOs. It has to do with the schism in parapsychology that I have addressed actually in a recent uh, in-presence monologue. Uh, but that's a, a parenthetical point because yesterday Jacques was the honored keynote speaker at the Parapsychological Association. So I think you can say the zeitgeist is shifting in more ways than one. And But the point uh, that Jacques made, and, and I should say this, he's also a futurist. In fact, he worked for, as I recall, it was called the Institute for the Future. And he was a venture capitalist, a man of many talents. And he gave a talk on parapsychology and software computer technology, interestingly enough. And he went into the history of the internet because you can imagine if you were Jacques Vallée working at SRI International, a huge $200 million military industrial think tank back in the days when $200 million was real money. And he was working on the ARPANET, the very first computer network. In fact, the uh, computer at SRI that he was working with was the second computer linked into the ARPANET.
Eventually, it grew to about 50, and that's where he experimented with the software required to create, really, the, what amounts to the world's first social network. And at the same time, he was also friends with Hal Putoff and Russell Targ, who were doing remote viewing research with the psychic Ingo Swan at SRI. And Jacques knew that both of these developments were revolutionary could change society dramatically. And looking back, he could see, well, the internet fulfilled that promise. If you look at, because uh, he was working on it in the early 1970s, nearly 50 years ago, if you look at the internet and what it's done over the last 50 years, why <laughs> virtually everybody's life has changed because of it, or certainly most people all over the world. And yet, for parapsychology, well, 50 years ago, the Parapsychological Association was formally affiliated with the American Association for the Advancement of Science, giving it real scientific credibility and recognition. And one would have thought, wow, that's the birth of a new era. 50 years later, we can look back and say, things go much more slowly in the field of parapsychology because Frankly, the paradigm, the underlying philosophical assumptions, even the unconscious assumptions associated with parapsychology are that much deeper than the ones associated with a computer network. You can understand a computer network with, you know, common sense uh, engineering and physics. Parapsychology seems to defy these things. But here's an interesting bit of history. Back in the early days of the first social network, Jacques Vallée wanted to see if scientists at different locations could work together on an experiment that would the computer uh, network he was developing be useful for as, as a tool for amplifying the intellect of different scientists working in different locations. And uh, he needed to do a test, and uh, he got funding to do the test, and his um, superiors at SRI International, where he was, suggested, why doesn't he do a test of some experiment that he could never get funded any other way? So, uh, because it was just a proof of concept. And he chose to do a psychic experiment. He had Ingo Swan involved. It was a remote viewing study using different minerals. And Pal Putoff and Russell Targ were involved. Arthur Hastings, another parapsychologist, a, a number of other remote viewers from the SRI program. And they did this study back in the early 1970s. Uh, the experiment showed some mild evidence of ESP. Uh, Ingo Swan did great. And Richard Bach, the author of Jonathan Livingston Siegel, was one of the participants. He did a great job. Uh, the others, not so much. But and overall, it was statistically significant. So the proof of concept that you could have an internet that could be useful for scientists working together was actually developed on the basis of a parapsychology experiment. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and the other interesting thing to note is how far the internet has grown since the early 1970s, since the first 50 computers were hooked up together. 
and how slow progress has been in parapsychology in the same period of time. But now, after 50 years since the AAAS recognized the Parapsychological Association, we see that the American Psychological Association now has granted a major form of recognition in terms of Etzel Cardenia's recent meta-analysis that was published, a meta-analysis of meta-analyses. He surveyed all of the meta-analyses in, in published journals, refereed journals in the field of parapsychology. I've mentioned this earlier, a total of over 1,700 published studies with enormous statistical significance and a good methodology. And now, any psychologists, and psychologists are used to poo-pooing the field, they're going to have a hard time poo-pooing the field when all of this data has now been published in their flagship journal. I think this is an important landmark. But now I'm getting to the point I really want to make. Uh, and it was made by Jacques Vallée in his keynote address, in which, uh, looking at as a futurist, he said this. He said, if you want to know What's going to happen in the next 10 years? Take a look at 50 years ago and look at what has happened over the last 50 because you can project the progress from the last 50 years forward into the next 10. And I feel optimistic at this point in time that we are about to see a resurgence of interest. It won't necessarily have to do with the word parapsychology or esoteric or psychic or anything like that, because it's, we're at a point now, historically, where many, many different fields, everything from information science, computer science, neuroscience, <laughs> historical studies, and of course, quantum physics, are all looking at the role of consciousness, the role of the observer. Back in, I think it was the 1930s, Max Planck, the great founder of quantum physics, said that consciousness is underneath everything. You can't get beyond consciousness. <laughs> if it weren't for consciousness, you wouldn't be <laughs> viewing me right now. And I wouldn't be having this experience of communicating to you. I did a quick Google search on online courses in psychic development. 15 million came up. Online parapsychology courses, over 400,000 Google listings. So something's happening. And, and that's a point Jacques Vallée made is that from the very beginning, computer scientists, people working in social networking and in the web have always understood the potential for coincidences to occur. I'll give you an example of one that uh, I found quite striking that has occurred right in the context of this particular in-presence monologue series. Some weeks ago after I posted my very first monologue, well, it wasn't a monologue, it was karaoke, singing karaoke. <laughs> Mustang Sally and a bunch of other songs. One of the viewers uh, posted a, a comment saying, how about Nessim Dorma? Now, I had never heard of Nessim Dorma, but it's, it's an opera aria from, as I recall, from Puccini. Uh, 
the opera, um, if I remember correctly. In any case, I'd never heard of it. But then a day later, I, my wife and I started reading a book. <laughs> I'm showing the book cover right now because I don't even remember the title, but you'll see it. It's a bestseller. A great book. And Ironically, the music Nessim Dorma, this opera aria, plays a key role in that book. Now, it's not exactly a Jungian synchronicity in the sense that it didn't occur in the moment by moment. The moment I posted the uh, videos and uh, soteriologist our viewer posted his comment about Nessun Dorma. It was a couple of days before I started reading the book in which Nessun Dorma was so prominent. But I think of it as a synchronicity, even, even though the time gap wasn't instantaneous. Um, so there, <laughs> well, I'm rambling on. Uh, what's in all of this for you? The connection between parapsychology and the internet. The, my feeling, my very strong feeling that we're about to see a surge in interest in parapsychology and the paranormal, much the way we experienced 50 years ago in the 1970s. What does that mean for you? Once again, the answer will be individual. So I ask you to ponder that question. And thank you for being with me.